it's Kristen Spencer, the host of Sincerely Adorned Women's Discipleship Online. And today we're going to do another post in the series called The Basics, which is a series about the basics of being a follower of Jesus Christ. The last post in the series was about praying. If you haven't read it yet, I highly recommend it. So what comes next? Well, if you want to get to know God better and start trusting him, you need to give him opportunities to talk to you, to teach you, to love you. This starts with the regular intake of God's word, but we need the Holy Spirit to help us understand what God is trying to tell us. Nothing at all. One of the things that eluded me most when I was a baby Christian was hearing from God. I remember that I wanted to hear from him so badly, but days would go by without anything. Not a verse, not a word, not an answered prayer. I read my Bible every day, but some days I didn't understand the connection between the words on paper and my life. Looking back on those times has made me think about you. I have spent a lot of time praying about this specific topic, asking God to show me what he would have me to say to you about it. Let's start with the practicing stage. When I was praying about it, God reminded me of a common scene that took place in my life at that time. I can still see myself sitting at my desk under my lofted bed, resting my feet on the ledge while I reclined in my office chair quiet, not saying anything trying not to think, practicing, listening. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they know me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. John 10, verses 27 through 28. I don't mind being the dumb sheep in this equation, as long as the brave, strong shepherd is Jesus Christ. Sheep know the specific voice of their shepherd, but why? Because they hear it over and over again. They spend time with the shepherd until one day they would be able to tell his voice apart from any other voice. That is the same thing we need to do when we are getting to know Jesus. We need to spend time listening to him. That doesn't always mean we will hear him, but we need to practice so that they can come when we can tell his voice apart from all of the others. We need to invest time in trying to understand our Father in Heaven. Do you ever pray and then just sit there waiting for an answer? I used to do just that. I would sit there and try to focus on hearing from God. Many times nothing would happen, but it was good practice. And these days I do hear from God a lot more often. Standing still. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalm 46.10 I could take this verse very literally and say, Sit still when you want to hear from God. But I don't think that is what this verse means. On one level, sure. But there is so much more to it than that. For men, maybe this verse means, Stop trying to fix things. For women, I feel like this verse means, Stop worrying and overthinking everything. Relax and trust me. I'm God. Stop letting your mind run scenarios like a hamster on a wheel going nowhere. I've got this. Notice that God has to use a few more words to get through to us women. I don't know about you, but I am very tempted not to sit still. I want to do something when I have a problem or something comes up. I always want to go talk to someone about everything. In fact, I want to go talk to many someones. I think talking over everything in detail will make me feel better. 
Over the years, however, God has shown me that I need to take my worries and hurts to him first. First of all, I may be overreacting, which he lovingly reminds me of once I calm down, if that is the case. Secondly, I don't want to involve anyone else in gossip, if the thing that is upsetting me has to do with someone else. Sometimes the best way for me to tell God about what is really bothering me is to think about what I would say to a close friend and then say it to God instead. Being still means that you don't react based on your emotions, but take a moment, talk to God, and try to deal with the situation based on God's word and God's desires for your life. As a parent, I am constantly being tested in this area, as I'm sure you can imagine. Am I really saying that God speaks? I know that everyone has different experiences when it comes to hearing from God. I think we all know when he is speaking to us through a verse in the Bible, when we hear the same phrase from several different people within a few days, or when someone prays for us about something that we never told them about. These are generally accepted ways of hearing from God in the Christian community. But then there are arguments about whether people actually hear from God individually. I can tell you that in my own life, I also experience God as a type of consciousness. Your ear shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, whether you turn to the right hand or whether you turn to the left, Isaiah thirty twenty one. Sometimes I hear a voice in my head telling me to do something or responding to a question during prayer. It sounds a lot like my inner voice, like when you read, but it is a lot quieter, gentler, and doesn't get angry like I do. This voice also says things that are far too wise to come from myself. If you think I'm being crazy, I don't care, that's okay. But if you relate to what I'm saying, then this is for you. That other voice. If you already thought I was being crazy when I talked about hearing a conscious form of God speaking to me, you are not going to like this next part. There have been a few times in my life when I have experienced hearing another voice, kind of like the voice I described earlier. However, it actually sounded and felt different. It wasn't wise at all. It was condemning and challenged me to do stupid things that would put my family and I in danger in a quest for self-righteousness. God would never do that. I don't want to scare you. I just want you to know to be careful. We do know this about Satan. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. John 10.10 This is Jesus talking about Satan, whom he calls the thief. If you don't think that Satan will try to imitate God's methods of communications to make you an ineffective Christian, you are wrong. Use discretion and listen for the Holy Spirit warning you telling you not to listen to this destructive force that seeks to manipulate, steal, kill, and destroy. All right, so that's all I've got for this week as far as listening to God's voice. If you have any questions for me on this topic, I would love to read them and do my best to answer them for you. The next post is going to be about releasing my new book, which is called The Truth About Godly Confidence. And uh, I hope you'll tune in for that. I'm also planning on doing a video podcast to talk about that book. And I pray that this has been a blessed time for us together. Let's pray and close this one out. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. 
Thank you for that noisy dog that is barking in the background, driving me crazy. I know you created it for a reason. Lord, I pray that you would please help my sisters to know how to hear from you. I know there's a specific way that you want to speak to each one of them. And I pray that they would practice being still and that they would come to recognize your voice that we so desperately need to hear sometimes in our walks. Thank you, Lord, for this time together that you actually want to communicate with us and that you love us so much that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross so that we could be in eternity with you forever. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. All right, so that's it from me this week. This has been Kristen over at Sincerely Adorned Women's Discipleship Online. I pray that you have a super blessed week and that we can get together again real soon. Peace out.